Rusty Quill presents. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch. Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health. Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for twenty percent off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. Hello, faithful listeners. It's me, Pippin, again. Um, I've actually done this one a couple of times already, where I've sat down and attempted to summarise the show wholesale.、Uh, I've done it once where I scripted something, and once where I did it ad lib, and neither of them were really working. I didn't think so.、Uh, I thought instead I'd go for a completely different approach. So what I'm going to do is summarise the events of the show from the perspective of characters that are not Sam, <laughs> and、um, this is all like. <laughs> Just for fun, so you shouldn't take this as canon information or anything.、Um, but yes, this is a summary of Spirit Box Radio several ways from the perspective of several different characters. And we'll start with、um, Kitty's perspective. So, from Kitty's perspective,、uh, she's been off investigating this house, and、um, yeah, she sends an email to be like, "Yo,、um, this is what's been happening at the house," and. She then hears the, the email being read out on the radio, not by Madame Marie, but by her little brother、uh, Sam. <laughs> and she's like, "Huh, this sounds pretty bad. 
um, and that's how she ends up learning that Madame Marie is missing. Um, and she's not too stressed about it at first, so she carries on investigating the house, um, but she does eventually come back uh, to see if Sam's okay, and um, she and Anna bear witness to some pretty weird stuff that's been going on, but Kitty's pretty unfazed by it. I think pretty early on, Kitty is like, yeah, I... <laughs> I'm not going to think too hard about what her Madame Marie is because ultimately I don't really want the details. It's easier if I just don't know the facts of the matter. So that's what's been going on from, from her perspective until about episode 10. And then she goes back to visit the house again uh, to see if there's anything more that she can learn because this is the last thing that Madame Marie has asked her to do. So when she's back there, she's, you know, she's taking notes and for the first time ever, the house lets her in and she wanders around inside of it a bit. She speaks to Sam on the phone and Sam sort of orders her to get out of the house. So for some reason she does and she's not really sure why she does it, but she does, she leaves and that's cool. So off she goes back to their house where they live, where Spirit Box Radio is recorded. And um, Kitty actually lives in this shed in the garden, <laughs> which is not just an ordinary shed. It's like a nice little outhouse building. It's got like heating and lights and plumbing and a little kitchenette thing in there so it's like a whole little studio space uh, it's not a literal shed um but she calls it her shed and everyone calls it her shed uh, so she goes she goes back and uh, then um she hears all of this commotion she goes to see what's happening and not only is sam down in the studio but anna is down there with him which is odd because kitty doesn't really see that much of anna these days they have a lot of differences going on and there's Sam, and Sam is being extremely weird. And they hear the trap door knocking at the. They hear some knocking on the trap door that's underneath Sam that nobody knew was there. And they find Madame Marie's office, and it's not like it's Madame Marie's office from the old house, and it's full of all of this these dusty library books. And there's Madame Marie dead, and then she sees this writing on the floor, and it says Samuel Enfield, heir uh, apparent on the floor, and then. Sam starts reading it and she and, she and Anna are having this argument in the corner. Anna is like clearly on the verge of completely freaking out, which is totally understandable of Anna. And Kitty's just trying to deal with that because Sam seems pretty okay, all things considered. Um, but Sam then goes really, really weird and all of the, the lights blow in the room. They're plunged into complete darkness and there's all of this weird sound like, like wind blowing and there's a huge flash of light and... Yes, that's where, that's Kitty's perspective on the on the last 20 episodes. <laughs> okay, and Anna's perspective on the show. Uh, so Anna has separated from the family some time ago and she's a lawyer and so she went through law school and all of this stuff and she put herself through all of that and she didn't have very much support from the family. And she thinks Madame Marie is a big fraud and she thinks that what she's done to Sam is unforgivable. And, you know, you could argue that she's right <laughs> in thinking that that's unforgivable. Um, but uh, yeah, so she goes off and um, builds his whole life herself. And she has this fiance guy and um, she has this whole thing. And her relationship with Marie has always been very strained. Um, but as the separation from the family goes on, like her relationship to Kitty and Sam is getting more strained too. So um, yeah, uh, she keeps her distance where she can, but she can't help herself from sticking her oar in a bit. Um, and she knows that Sam's taken over the show and that's really concerning to her because she wants um, Sam to look after himself. And Madame Marie always said he, sh he shouldn't 
be anywhere near the show. He shouldn't be broadcasting. He shouldn't be live on air. So um, she's very opposed to him running this radio show. She didn't want him to be. She didn't want him to make himself ill. Um, so she's trying to intervene. Um, and the methods that she uses for doing that are not are not great. Um, but she she tries to keep her distance and she tries to maintain that like none of it's real. It's all fake. Uh, until she's on a drive in the middle of the night and finds this dog, the corpse of this dog, and it doesn't have any eyes, and that really freaks her out, and it really shakes her in a way that I don't think um, she expects it to. So she starts, like, hanging around. <laughs> so um, Sam's health has been getting progressively worse, um, even though he seems, like, a lot happier and, like, a lot less distant. Um, he keeps, like, having these really extended periods where he's just kind of like present in a room but there is nothing going on uh, he's just sat staring at a wall totally unresponsive for hours and hours and this really freaks Anna out which I think is super understandable to be fair to Anna um, and she really doesn't want him to do the radio show because he has a particularly lengthy one of these um, on the day of the final episode um, and she wakes up in the middle of the night and finds his bed empty and he's gone down to the studio and um they go down into Madame Rose's office and um, she's her immediate assumption is, oh my God, you know, Sam is somehow involved in this. And um, this is her knee-jerk response. She's not really sure what's going on with him. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's what's going on from her perspective. And she just doesn't know how to handle the situation. She doesn't know what to do. None of it makes any sense. And she just really would like it to make sense. And it just won't. <laughs> so she completely freaks out. And that's... Anna's perspective on the situation. <laughs> okay, and before we go into our third and final uh, recap <laughs> of the show, um, I would like to tell you about this excellent audio drama called The Night Post. If you like spooky audio drama stuff, um, you will love their show. Uh, they're just fantastic, and the whole ambience of the show is, is, is wonderful. And um, yes, I, I would highly recommend them. Um, and we're going to play you a little trailer of their show now uh, which will give you a real sense of the feel it's such an excellent trailer hello there citizen you've lived in guilt city for a while now maybe you've wondered when you wake in the morning and retrieve the letters tucked neatly into your post box just where your mail comes from it comes from the night post of course those faithful couriers deliver it while you're sleeping all the better that they stay out of sight and keep the unseemly strangeness that follows them out of our city, in the skelter where it belongs. Ahem. If, for some reason, you'd like to know more about Guilt City's conscripted couriers and the burden that chose them, their secret hopes and fears, the ancient, untamed threats that hound them on their nocturnal journeys, you have only to listen. The Night Post is a supernatural audio drama by an all-LGBT team, delivered weekly, in dead of night, to wherever you listen to podcasts. Ah, 
it's such a great trailer every time I listen to it. The hairs go up on the back of my neck, it's so cool. God, no, it's just, they're really cool, so go check them out. They're available everywhere. There's links in the description to their website. Um, so yes, please check them out. They're really good. And they're just building up to their season finale, which is coming out on the 5th of May, I believe. Um, and yeah, so it's a great time to jump on board. Uh, I'm so excited to see where they go with the end of the season and I'm really looking forward to it. I think they're planning a season two. Um, they, they're gonna take a break, um, a well-deserved break. But yes, that's the night post. So the final point of view uh, from which I will be summarizing Spirit Box Radio so far is from the point of view of Oliver the Florist, who has just been, you know, for a really long time, he's just been uh, running this this florist and minding his own business, keeping his head down, getting stuff done, and sending these like sardonic little notes to Madame Marie now and then, which aren't word for word just saying, told you so, but are in a lot of ways just him saying, I told you so, in increasingly fantastical ways. <laughs> we love Oliver. He's, um, he's a little shit. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's what he's been doing. And um, then Sam shows up uninvited to his shop and uh, Oliver is like, well, <laughs> who is this person? Why does he have this rose? Oh God. And uh, the rose obviously doesn't do the best stuff to Oliver. He sort of collapses onto his side and he's like, well, it's kind of strange that it's not killing this weird little guy who's come into my shop. Um, and he's extremely intrigued by Sam. Um, and yeah, he makes Sam a, a lovely bouquet a few weeks later when Sam visits again. Um, and he's sort of perplexed as to why Sam came back. Um, but that he does, and, and Oliver's quite glad that he does, I think. Um, so he doesn't really know anything that's been going on. All he knows is Marie is gone, and he's pretty sure she's dead. Um, and, <laughs> and this guy has showed up at his shop, and uh, he's like, well, isn't he fascinating? Because he's not the best at understanding his own emotions. And that's the show so far from the perspective of Oliver the Florist. <laughs> tantalizingly slim on extra details i know um yeah uh but <laughs> in all seriousness uh, a, a very quick roundup of the show uh, we're gonna try and do it in one minute like where i'm gonna attempt to summarize the whole show in one minute just like in general and that will be the end of the episode okay i'm ready i'm i'm not ready but we're gonna go for it anyway let's start the clock now okay so sam takes over the show because madame marie has gone missing and he doesn't know where she's gone um, but he gets this weird letter that he assumes is from one of the faithful listeners uh, not the faithful listeners from one of the loyal assistants but um he quickly assumes that it is not in fact from then but it is a forgery um and several weeks pass and he's getting all of these strange letters and messages and he's not really thinking very much of it but he's pretty sure that madame marie will be back any minute and his sister kitty has been off investigating this impossible house uh, on the behalf of madame marie and it's the last request that madame marie made that she do before she went missing so it's clearly very important um but 
Sam can't see why it's important and he just doesn't want Kitty to put herself at risk. His other sister, Anna, keeps meddling in things and she really doesn't think that he should be hosting the radio show, but he really wants to carry on hosting the radio show because he's found it really beneficial to his his psyche and general well-being. Um, and this is until the very last minute where they go down into the cellar and they find Madame Marie's body and it turns out he's the heir apparent and it's all actually really scary and weird. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that was really intense, and I don't know if I did a good job. Um, I think saying faithful listeners instead of loyal assistants really, really threw me. I wanted to get some of the details in, you know, like about <laughs> the cats. But there you are. There's a minute-long summary of Spirit Box Radio up to episode 20. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll be back next week with episode 21 it's happening finally it's happening and yeah that's going to be really cool don't forget to check out the night post there it's really cool so check them out links are in the description for them and uh remember guys to stay spooky and sam will be speaking to you next week and this is the last you'll hear from me for a good many months (sighs) anyway for now stay spooky guys Get spooky. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.